Christina Hamlet, Day, Hamlet's debut collection of poetry and prose, She Lives Here, moves toward a jubilant celebration of womanhood, blackness, strength, and finding your own kind of joy. Each section of this collection is juicy and lush with memory, ancestry, Magnolia, mangoes, avocados, dance, and love. We're going to get right into it um, in this writer spotlight here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show right after this quick intro. Don't you move. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell radio show broadcasting live, live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard all across the world wide web. Um, if your brand's making new to me, I'm Charvette Mitchell, an online marketing specialist, and I work with uh, women entrepreneurs and a few lucky men get sprinkled in to help them build their online platforms and personal brands so that they generate more revenue. And I do that focused on your marketing, your visibility, and your brand branding. And this show, the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, is uh, one of those outlets where we do that by. Um, this particular segment is brought to you by my third book collaboration that is going to be out fall 2021. 2021, pursue, chase, chase, hear me good, chase your goals and run after your passions in business, life, and leadership. And so, um, be on the lookout for that fall 2021. I'm in the midst of announcing the co-authors in this project. So keep your eye out on my social media pages. Welcome to all those that are uh, watching and viewing live live from all of our streaming networks. We appreciate you. Um, certainly those that are on YouTube. Hey, YouTube, if you're checking us out over there, go ahead and hit subscribe if you like the content of this channel. Uh, hello to LinkedIn and three different places in Facebook, those that'll catch us out on Instagram. And then certainly our podcast listeners, iTunes and Stitcher and Blog Talk Radio. Um, we appreciate you as well for coming on in and popping on in to say hello. We've got listeners and viewers coming on in. Hey there, hey there, coming on in. We also want to give a shout out to a media sponsors, our media sponsors, Swag Her Magazine. Swag Her Magazine, you might be watching this from one of their um, many um, groups that they have shared this with. And so shout out to Swag Her Magazine, which uses positive media and storytelling to create new narratives and mindsets around Black people, our communities, our businesses, and our organizations. Again, thank you so much for Swag Her Magazine popping on in and saying hello, hello. Hello, Dr. Jackie, hanging out with us in uh, LinkedIn. We're excited to have you. Shout out to my sister, Kimberly, hanging out there over on YouTube. We appreciate you. And of course, Betty Jean holding it down on uh, Facebook. And we see a bunch of you that are here. Uh, and go ahead and let us know if you're new to this show. Uh, let me know in the chat where you are listening from if you're listening live. So my guest is hanging out in the virtual uh, green room. I'm going to be bringing her up right now, Christina. 
Hamlet is a writer, a blogger, a storyteller, and strongman competitor. She is the author of the ebook journal, What I Love About You, a guided journal to writing your proposals and vows. Christina's work has been featured on sites including KimberlyElise.com. I know you know Kimberly Elise, uh, 30seconds.com, Life in 10 Minutes, uh, and more. And she currently works in human services and facilitates writing classes at nonprofit organizations and her debut collection of poetry and po prose, She Lives Here, is out and she's here to talk to us about it. Uh, again, welcome to all those that are coming on in. Uh, thank you so much, Rita, for popping in from Facebook and saying hi. Hello, uh, Tanya on uh, LinkedIn. So glad to see you. It's been a while. So glad to see you still out in these streets doing big things. Let's bring our guest up. Uh, bring our guests up right now to the mic. Uh, coming live here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, Christina, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. Um, thank you for having me, Charvette. Oh, well, we are glad. We are glad to have you. Uh, and so I've got to, I've just got to say, um, you did something that was brilliant. You did a brilliant marketing tactic. Uh, one year you attended one of my pop-up conferences for women entrepreneurs here in Richmond, and you did something on your blog after the conference that was for a writer, was a, a wonderful, brilliant marketing tactic. Tell us what you did. And I've seen you do this with other events. What did you do on your blog after you attended my event? I wrote a blog post about it. <laughs> that's, that's what I did. And I was so happy to do it with your conference because I learned so much from it and um, from other conferences like James River Writers and uh, Summit of Greatness Conference um, out of Columbus, Ohio. It's my chance just to share my experience with people who weren't able to be there and just yeah. share my gratitude from all that I learned. Yes. So that's what I, I think did. That, I wrote a blog. I think that was so brilliant. You know, those that are pursuing writing and all of that. And, um, you know, number one, it gave content for your blog for you to recap your experience at my event. And you've done this at other events. I've seen them on your blog. Then you tagged me on social media. So then you had social media content. Then I shared it onto my blog. And so, of course, when this request came across, I was like, oh, of course, I'll have Christina on the show. And so I think that's brilliant. So uh, some things, ladies and gentlemen, are taught. Other things are called. <laughs> hey there, Dr. Posh, coming on in. Hello. Hello, uh, Giselle from Jamaica or, or, or uh, Bahamas. Let me know. Let me know. Yes, Catherine, thank you for popping on in. Oh, my goodness. And she's testifying here in the comments on Facebook that she wrote a great blog post about James River writers. Yes, yes. She's testifying and she's remembering. So that's a little hint. And I don't think you have to be a writer. Uh, to do that. Um, what what gave you that idea to kind of recap events on your blog? I actually, initially, I got the idea to start blogging at James River Writers Conference um, in fall of 2016. And I was recounting uh, a conference I had been to just weeks before to um, an agent and another author at a lunch table. And the yeah. agent actually said, you should write a blog. So, and I was and I was thinking, I want to recap and be able to share these kinds of experiences with my readers. Um, I think a blog can be whatever you want it to be. And for me, it's all a lot about mindset, consistency, sharing my actual writing work and sharing everything I've learned, like I did at your conference. Um, and I learned so much from you. I mean, it was a couple of years back, but I still carry some of those lessons with me. 
Awesome, awesome. Well, I think you are, it's great when you are a teacher and a student all at the same time, uh, uh, because you just taught a lesson right there. And look, Dr. Jackie over on LinkedIn said, I caught that. I caught that. I love that. Okay, Giselle, it's Trinidad. I don't know, Giselle, I keep trying to put you in Bahamas. And so coming in from Trinidad, thank you. Thank you so much. All right. So let's let's jump in. Let's jump in. And I mentioned that you are a a um, strongman competitor. Um, Tell us what that means for those that are not in the writing world and all of that. Okay. Um, A strongman competitor is actually out of the realm um, of writing. It's um, actually sport. Now, for me, I grew up being someone who was all about my books and all about my writing and reading. So I never thought I could ever be considered an athlete. I believe the lie that people told you if you were of a certain size and um, maybe sometimes you're, you know, how you display your femininity, that sports are not for you or if you're a certain age. But when I was 39, Someone said to me, would you consider doing Spartan races? So just in an effort to see if I could um, be strong enough and get myself conditioned enough, I went to a trainer who noticed my strength, my acumen for like weeding, um, weightlifting and things like that. And she said, would you consider competing in a strongman? So I trained for a few months. I tra- uh, trained, competed, and I got third place as a novice. Uh, and I was yeah. 39 years old. People will not tell you that in your late 30s, you can start becoming an athlete. And actually, after that experience, I wrote a blog post about it, of course. <laughs> and that ended up to a poem that is now in Sheep's here. Ah, so. <laughs> thank you. Thank yes. you. See, we, I needed the clarity. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yes, I love that. Yes, Which, yes. You know, I know a lot of the one of the themes is really about rewriting the narratives, you know, of, mm-hmm. of our lives that come across to us. So wonderful. And um, your first uh, writing project was the ebook journal. Um, as we re- remind our, our listeners, what I love about you, a guided journal to writing your proposal and vows. So if there's a general that's listening I don't know you might or someone that's listening that's going to be proposing uh, to someone I, I thought this was a great like an ebook format but it helps people get started with writing love story love stories and all that how did you come up with that idea well actually it was after your conference Charvet it was after your conference you I mean several people had talked about it but I remember you in particular talked about things that you were interested in and whether or not you could teach someone how to do something. And I found myself going to a lot of weddings, I would say between 2012, 2013, um, one of which was my own. And I'm seeing like six or seven um, weddings. And I remember thinking for people who chose not to write their vows, I wanted to know more of their stories and how they would express their love once they had a chance to be um, in front of all of their family and friends, their loved ones. So with that curiosity, and then the idea I had at your conference, like, I could turn this into something. And that's how uh, what I love about you was created, just kind of birthed from there and just my own curiosity. So that's that's how that was birthed. So, yeah. Wow. So if you are interested in write your vows or just basically it's 15 prompts set up to inform um, your vows and how to craft your proposal. All right. It's available. It's available. And I'm curious, have you had anyone come back, be brave enough to come back and say, hey, I try, I, I wrote something from it. Do you have any, any, any testimonies of brave people that came back and said anything? <laughs> you know, I've had a couple of friends who bought it, um, who said, yeah, I would fill it out and gave me some ideas. And since the prompts kind of 
down memory lane. It was like, I could remember things about um, my future husband or wife that like something that they've taught me or the day that we met, because I asked you to count details in certain prompts. So that was really um, impetus for a couple of people who came back and said, yeah, I, I did use that, or that question was helpful to me. Um, yeah, that, that's how that's been. Wonderful. All right, if you're just popping on in, you're checking out the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. We're here with Christina Hamlet. Uh, I'm telling you what, so many good things we're going to be talking about and we're we are continuing to talk about she's a writer she's a blogger she's a storyteller and so now we're jumping into poetry we're jumping into poetry and so this is a shift from uh what i love about you so why did you decide to do poetry well i have had been i've written poetry for several years i can't say i'm a poetry aficionado and I've, all i've read is poetry most of my life i have spent uh, reading fiction, memoir, and nonfiction like personal development um, books, but yeah. I've always been a fan of poetry. But I've not tested as much last year that I was starting to write a lot more poetry about um, the isolation of COVID, um, all the social justice issues that I am extremely passionate about. Um, it just me to write this poetry. So that's how that came up. So I ended up writing that and finding that I was adapting like I did with my um, athlete ready post about my strong competition. I was adapting even blog posts to become poetry. So that is basically how that all um, came together on the paper. But it was very much kismet. I know we might get into it later, but how it became published also falls into that. <laughs> Oh, well, we want to hear the deets. We want to hear the deets about that. So let's go on into um, into that about, you know, how you got, um, how you were published. She lives here. I'd love to even hear how you came up with the title. Yes. So I actually had written um, a blog post, which ended up, was really a poem called She Lives Here. And there's been some minor changes that ended up in publication. But how the whole process came about is I was just on my own, looking at past um, work I had done for me, just in books, um, poems I had written and published on my blog. And I decided for myself, what if I just compiled it all and I had my own collection of poetry that I could present to an agent, possibly at James River Writers Conference. So while thinking that um, my would-be publisher, Valley Hag from Life in 10 Minutes Press, called me and asked me, to construct a collection of poetry and prose. I mean, it was one of those moments, um, like a God, it was really a God moment. People call it Kiss yeah. Universe, I call it a God moment, where you're just like, I'm already thinking this and I'm already starting this and a phone call was made. And I even had that slightly fearful moment that I write about um, at the beginning of just like, okay, I don't know if I can do this and I'm fearful and I just wanna say, maybe I'll say no and I'll wait. And I said, no, this was the right time. So that's how it like, came about. How, um, and she ended up, uh, Valley ended up uh, along with her team at L10 Press, con uh, excuse me, starting Unzipped, which is their subscription service. It's a literary magazine. And my book, um, She Lives Here, is their issue too. That was came oh, out on March 15th. Wow. 
Wonderful, yes. wonderful. Yes, Angela said, we love God moments. We love God moments. Hey, Tony and Winston popping on in. Hey, uh, Gina over on YouTube hanging out with us. Hello, hello, welcome. All right, so I think that, like, let's share a piece with the listeners. Do you mind reading a piece so that they can, and I'm gonna actually have you come full screen. I'm gonna drop out of the picture and um, have you read a, a piece so they can get a sense of your style. How about that? Absolutely. All okay. right. So I know. Oh, so I've spoken um, a little bit about uh, the strongman competition, and mm -hmm. so you guys can get an idea of what that was like. I'll do a piece entitled "Athlete Ready." Okay. Athlete Ready. No one tells a fat 39-year-old black woman with breaking skin and aching joints that it's time to become an athlete. Didn't know? It's time for her to take a seat and consider what to buy next, which diet to try. They have a list for you. Tell you who or what to hurl your fury at, which show or man or woman or book is to become your next session. Nevertheless, at 39, I reach for the knob and turn the noise down with such ferocity that it broke anything to turn down that. Because if I could hear that list or you tell me which thing is to be my next obsession, I wouldn't have been able to hear. A trainer asked what sports I used to play. Which division one sport did I play? Massage my Bible. But I heard her and told her no. Never any sports. I have never competed. I would have never heard her tell the strong, the muscle buried beneath this fat waiting to lift and pull and carry astounds her. I would have not heard her tell me, now you will be able to jump those boxes. Turn it down a little more. Now I can hear. Athlete ready? I lift 65 pounds 16 times in a minute over my afro, eyes beseeching the sky for more strength. Rope hand over hand, seated in a giant tire until I can no longer feel the burning in my palms, dragging a weighted sled, sled across AstroTurf to me with all my might, with my back to a net, fling weighted over it repeatedly, hauling a hundred pound Husafel 50 feet pinned to my chest with rapid tiny steps, daring to deadlift 315 pounds with a crowd half full of strangers, none of whom are fat 39 year old black women. Now I mute it so I can hear my name when they announce I've placed third. And now it's okay and turn it all the way up because they can scream boom and bass and a solo. I can no longer hear it because I am now in the mirror and a beautiful black 39-year-old full wombs, bruised forearms, broken nails, and a metal hanging from her neck is staring back at me. Uh, is this what we're supposed to? Oh, powerful, right? I feel like I'm in like a a jazz lounge, and I'm I'm snapping it up there. She lives here. She lives here, and so um, describe to the listeners um, what the scene, you know, is kind of the backdrop. You've got a someone that's coming from a Haitian community in New York, and it moves to Virginia. Tell us a little bit about the backstory that this this uh, book of poetry is, is set in. I can see you, but I can't 
Oh, let's see. We might be having some technical difficulty. We might. Well, we're getting, uh, yes, some snaps. While we're uh, just checking here, the audio. Thank you for the snaps coming in. Thank you for the snaps. Don't count yourself out. Uh, comments are coming on in. Loved it. Claps are coming on in. Claps are coming on in. Wonderful. Um, awesome. Congratulations are coming on in. All right. Wonderful. Christina, can you hear us? Can you hear us? All right. Let's do this. We're going to take a commercial break. We're going to take a commercial break and then we'll come back. Uh, we will come back. Thanks for the love. Thanks for those that are popping on in. We'll take a commercial break uh, to give the uh, audio time to reset and we'll work that all out. Um, and so we are going to do that. Thank you for those that are popping on in. And if you're saying, hey, I'm brand new to you. Who are you? I'm Charvette Mitchell, the host of the Charvette Mitchell radio show. I'm an online marketing strategist and I work with women entrepreneurs and a few lucky men get sprinkled in to enable them to build their personal brands and platforms so that they generate more revenue. And I do that focused on marketing, visibility, and branding. And this show, the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, is one of those things. So let's take a quick commercial break and we're going to be back. Don't you move. Welcome back to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. We're bringing our guest back in. We're bringing our guest back in. Christina, are you there? Can you hear us? I can hear you and I can see you. <laughs> All right. There we go. Thank you so much. We've got people hanging out saying, hey, they're saying hello. All is well. So wonderful. So let's um, talk a little bit about the, the backstory or the kind of the backdrop of She Lives Here, this poetry book and, and this character who there's so many different themes that you deal with um, racism, sexism. So talk a little bit about the background story. Okay. So as I spoke about last year, I felt like everything kind of came to a head. Um, racism with the of black, how much it, of course, affected me. As, you know, I'm a human in this world, period. So of course it would affect me, but as a wife to a black man, a daughter to a black man, I felt it as, of course, as a black woman. Um, so I felt like I could have no other choice but to write about what I was feeling. And that I would think about also my voice being heard. Yeah. And I would think about my voice not really being taken seriously or, or really heard. And I felt that, over, you know, in the workplace sometimes or even in school on and off throughout the years. 
And I think I just couldn't take it anymore. Everything just had to come out. And I'm glad it came out on the page the way that it did. Um, so that's kind of how that came about. And in the title, She Lives Here, the she that's being referred to is Joy. Because even all like through all of this, I still choose Joy. And sometimes that's the hardest thing. It's not pretending yeah. like nothing is wrong, but it's a choice. It is a choice. And even the rules we make for ourselves with certain body types and how we present ourselves as women. Um, and I used to, and this is no, everyone worships or whatever differently, but I used to belong to a church that wouldn't allow women to speak. And mm. when I think back on that, that is, you know, there are still very beautiful people that I love, you know, from those faith traditions, but that no longer serves me. And as right. said, there's so many powerful women who have so much to say, to share, so much they're gifted with. When I think about all those women, to me in my heart, muted, that affected me too. So that when I wrote about faith and when I wrote about everything, about how I said my body even, I kept thinking about all these rules that I have made, all these rules I used to follow. And then sometimes they have to be thrown out. You have to, you know, forge, I think that's part of even becoming a woman, figuring out yeah. what those for yourself and how you choose to live. Um, yeah, and something mine I will share is that in about five to six years ago, uh, six years now, um, I developed psoriasis all over my body. And I started mm -hmm. to make rules about what can be shown. You know, oh, I have this on my neck. Oh, this, these, you know, marks on my arm. I don't know if I should be showing that. Stop it. When I go to the beach, you will be getting a beach body. And that is, that okay. is it. Yes. I want to shut those things down, those rules. And it's, um, I would say it's a daily struggle, but it can be a struggle because I live in this world too. And I get all the messages too, but I still choose joy. She lives here. Yeah. Yeah. Where can listeners pick up a copy? Where can they buy a copy? They, well, they can buy it on the Life in 10 and 10 the number minutes website under their unzipped, under Life in 10 minutes press, there's an unzipped menu item. You can pick it up there. Um, you can actually buy it in person at Chop Suey Books, um, which I'm very excited. I got to go visit my book last month <laughs> at the bookstore. <laughs> you can buy it at Chop Suey Books. You can buy it online at Apple Books, Kobo, and um, Barnes and Noble, and I believe Amazon. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. And if people want to connect with you on social media, how can they connect? Yes. So uh, I am Facebook at Christina Hamlet, Christina with a K, two T's, Hamlet, Christina Hamlet on Twitter, Christina Hamlet on Instagram. And then you can find me on my website, ChristinaHamlet.com. All right. And the last question, the goal of the show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we want to know what continues to motivate Christina. The fact that I know that I can't abandon my voice, that yeah. continues to motivate me. Um, I have external motivations, of course, but I can't abandon my voice. I even wrote in my acknowledgments to um, my nieces and my nephews, now is always the right time to use your voice. And this is honestly a dream fulfilled, being able to use my voice in all these ways. So that is a huge motivator for me. Ah, I love that. Don't abandon your voice. I love that. I, I know listeners, if you connect with that, don't abandon your voice. Let, type that in. If you listen to the replay, catching the replay on the podcast, wherever, live streaming, don't abandon your voice. Uh, so well said. Well, Christina, we're going to keep up with you. Um, listeners, if you are in the 
listening from the podcast version, the link to purchase the book is there. Charvette.com right here on the screen. Charvette.com. There's the full bio for Christina and links to her website and to purchase the book. So those are great connection points. Thank you for stopping by the show. Thank you. And congratulations on your new book um, coming forth this fall, Charvette. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Woo, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Thank you for those that are here with us still. Listen, I love all the love that's coming on in. Um, don't abandon your voice. Absolutely, absolutely. Don't abandon your voice. Yes, yes, yes. Don't abandon your voice. Thank you, Gene, on uh, hanging out on uh, YouTube. Bravo, bravo. Don't abandon your voice. That is so powerful. Tanya, uh, don't abandon your voice. So powerful uh, for a, a reminder for us. So she lives here. Check it out. Connect. With Christina, I've tagged on Facebook, on Instagram, all the places, but charvette.com will get you to uh, everything that you need. And there's a great blog post there. Um, so that's a wrap today. Uh, we'll be back here on these in these internet streets. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you for being here with us. And we'll see you all later. Bye. from Richmond, Virginia. You've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.